Brooke, I have some big news. Okay. The Moms on Maui summer dates yes. are live. And this will be the last Moms on Maui of 2024. 2024. So super stoked about it. Yeah. And it's just an incredible experience. I mean, you can tell people about it more than <laughs> I can because I'm not allowed to you come. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so fun. It really is. So we've got um, two back-to-back weeks up of dates in July. So it's July 11 through 16 and then 18 through 23. So you can apply for which week works for you, mm-hmm. or you can apply and check both boxes and say either works. Yeah. I just want to be there. I'm just, I'm so excited about doing Moms on Maui again this year because obviously last year when I did it, it was great. It was fun. It was all the things. Yep. But I feel like since then, I have learned a lot and had some more ideas and I have some surprises up my sleeve and I'm just like, let's do it. Yeah, there are literally boxes of goodies around us right now now. for Moms on Maui. Yes. The the April ones that are coming out. Yes. The July dates are live. You can find those at walkandlove.com slash Moms on Maui or go to the show notes Mm -hmm. or just go to our website and click on Moms on Maui. Uh, Apply today because spots are extremely, extremely limited. Lemonated? Lemonated. Limited. Yes. Uh, So yeah, go apply today. Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to continue our conversation from last week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. The Walk and Love podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I. Uh, the sound was the song was probably too low. Too low or too yeah, loud? That's okay. It was too low. Okay. But I fixed it. You could also fix it in post if you wanted to. Never. Cool. That doesn't bother me at all. (laughs) (laughs) The Walk and Love podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about parenting, marriage, rhythms, faith, emotions, home, tortilla chips, a place where we laugh and sometimes (laughs) cry as we try to find a language, the language to live a more joy-filled life. Mm. And if you want to live a more joy-filled life, you're in the right place. I feel a little distracted because... yeah. We're trying something new with the cameras, which always sends me into a little bit of a sweat rage. <laughs> and then also I updated this. I know. There's no pieces of tape on those buttons. Yes, because watch they're this. labeled digitally now. Yes. Wow. Lots of. Op- wow. Okay. Wow. 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 <laughs> yes. And then it's so like, true. okay, what, do, what, was, what was your word of the year? TJ, go ahead and just ask me. Uh, hey, TJ, what was your word of the year? Holy what? Spirit, activate, activate. Activate. All right, let's go. And you might think, oh, there's only two, four, six, eight, except. Oh, wait. There's pages. Just go like this. Just go like this. That's really I go cool. go online. I go click, click, click. <laughs> and guess what? What? Guess what I'm not anymore. What are you not anymore? I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm a loser. A loser. <laughs> what is he talking about there? That's when he falls into the coin pond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His cell phone asked him for his friends and family. Yes. Jan's number and I hate her. (laughs) Well, all that to say. Mm -hmm. We're here. We're here. We're trying something new. Go on YouTube. Watch it there. You're you're trying something new. I'm trying something new. I'm not saying we're not not in it together because we are. But I would say 90% of the time when we try something new in work, it's your idea. Well, I don't know. Maybe not no, recently. I don't think that's true. When it comes to technology, maybe it's maybe that. that. Maybe that's what true. I'm trying to say. But when it comes to life and work, I don't think that's true. Yeah. 
I guess I meant the technology of work. I mean, why don't we start with something you knew that you did last night? Mm-hmm. In these chairs. I did. Behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> no, not true. Yeah. Uh, Bianca and I recorded episode, we recorded episode one of B&B After Dark. Tell the genesis of A it. A new podcast. I was so excited. I'm shocked. And I talk about this on episode one. I never thought I'd have one podcast. I but, definitely never thought I'd have two. Yeah. So. You have one more than me. I know. So uh, far. True. So far, so far. So far, so good. Stupid Conan O'Brien bit from probably a decade ago. He played a so far. And then he ended the bit by saying, hey, show far, show good. And I have never forgotten it. Wow. And I don't, I couldn't tell you anything you, else he's ever said. You don't get a lot of Conan O'Brien references no, these days. No, not at all. Okay. So last night. Yes. Sitting in these chairs. Yeah. You're sitting in that chair. Yeah. Still can't, no way you could have switched over to this one. I could have. I thought about it. But why throw off the mojo? Why throw off the mojo? Tell us about it. Tell us about the genesis of it. Okay. Of the podcast. You decide. That's episode one. Oh. So I don't know if I want to give it all away. That's true. I've talked about it a little bit. Will it be available by the time people are listening it's to this? It's possible. How long does it take to set up a podcast? That's something I've been meaning to ask you. It like might not be available. the Spotify part. Yeah, it yeah. might not be available. Okay. Well. If you go to Anchor, like we use, well, no, because Spotify bought Anchor, it might only be available on Spotify to start. Okay. And then it like takes a while to like. Trickle out to trickle Apple. Trickle out to Apple and, and all the other places. Anyway. So. Yeah. I'm I, like. I'm not surprised we did it in terms of like. I'm a little surprised. Are you? Yeah. I'm I, surprised, not in a bad way. In right. a, like, I, I mean, last night I was so giddy for you guys. Because, <laughs> yeah, you were. And so was Ian. He sent I know. that gif of uh, Lucille Bluth, <laughs> Gene Parmesan. Because I think men in their 30s. Yeah often try things that they want to try. Yeah. And I don't think women do that as much. No. And and I think some of that is a genuine season of life. If you have little kids. Right. The physical neediness of a mom's role versus a dad's role. And I'm not saying like time spent with kids, all those things. I just, what are you laughing about? I'm talking about like, Literally, it just takes more from us. <laughs> I don't know where you're going, and I'm nervous. Oh, said so basically everybody wants a piece of the action. Oh, right. <laughs> you and so kids. you do, and so it's like I. It's not that maybe we don't want to try new things, but either we literally don't have the time, or if if I was given the time, or if I made the time myself, I'm like, oof, that requires my brain, and I have to have thoughts and new things. It sounds hard, and so. There and so, yeah, some, so I think I'm that. giddy. I think the reason I was so excited is because it felt like this is just something that you two want to do. Mm -hmm. That's the literal only reason you're doing it. Right. Not, you know, you're not like, we're going to start a podcast because it's going to be a business and it's going to do all these things no. and like, yada, yada, yada. I mean, we launched our Patreon and merch last night. <laughs> nice. New merch is fire. Smash yeah. the subscribe button. Yeah. But it's turn on the bell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. We didn't do any of those things. We did joke about People it. People are searching like, yeah, huh? B&B merch. What's going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was fun. And I mean, I was in the other room and I could hear you guys. We're cackling. trying to keep it around thirty minutes. Okay, so they're like a little bit shorter. And 
Um, yeah, it's a wildly normal podcast about motherhood, everyday life, and it. last night's episode, burnt burgers. So, what are we doing? Great. We did ask ourselves that many times before um, we got started. To which I finally said, Bianca, press record. Stop hesitating. Now you're making me nervous, and I wasn't nervous. Oh, now <laughs> Bianca will have access to all these. Oh, buttons. maybe I'll switch seats then. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can I just flip the board to face me? I mean, you could. Yeah. I will. Okay. Uh, are we doing any segments today? I have no idea. We we just kind of sat down. Yes, I'm aware. Um, how was your week? Let's start there. My week was good. I don't remember anything. Do I? I Do know. I remember anything? I don't know. What's today? Thursday. Let's back up a day. Oh, Sunny was sick again. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Just she's been getting hit with like stomach bug stuff. So that was happening. Mm-hmm. So sad. Um, We've just been in like kind of grindy mode. You know, we're working on lots of new projects mm -hmm. all behind the scenes, which is really easy for me. Like I have no issue with that. I've never, (laughs) that's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine to work on something for months and months and not have anybody see it. Yeah, that works perfectly for my personality and the type (laughs) of person that I'm, it works perfectly for the person I'm becoming. I almost said that. Not the person that I am. Right. Yeah. Um, when do you think you'll become that person? So I can just like put it in my calendar, time block it out 40, a little bit. 40 years old. Okay. So I got about we got some time. Two years Dang and it. a few months. Okay. But until then, I'm thriving. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I, I, that's why I'm, I'm literally like, I don't know what we did. And not that I like wasn't present. It's never... Because I remember one time my mom asking me when I told her I have a hard time remembering stuff. She's like, are you not present in the moment? Like, are you, is your brain elsewhere right. in your daily life? And I'm like, no, it's not. Right. Because I, I know what that feels like. I, I can say I've been in seasons of that or I know we're like, oh, I'm just like, I'm not here. I'm zoning out. I'm checking out. I'm screensaver mode. It's not that. It's a genuine, I do not remember. I, I, I shouldn't say I don't remember. I cannot recall quickly. Yeah, that's I have a good to point. actually go and do like backwards time math. Yeah, and because we've been grinding on some of those projects, we didn't sit down to have like our normal. Hey, what's what are we going to talk about on the podcast? Like, we knew we know the meat of the yes, podcast, yes, yes. The home yeah. joy, but this part we were like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> which is a shame because I have the game changer sound now on the new board. Oh well, and so I was ooh, hoping to okay. use it on the spot game Excuse changer. Excuse me, I could oh, I could think of a game changer. Game changers changes to the game such that the game can never be played the same way again i have a game changer that's also our ad oh because i'm i'm so sincerely genuine when i say i fully believe that the home joy course could be a game changer for you for somebody listening thousand percent for many people listening for thousands of people that's what i thought you were gonna say i would love a thousand i was like thousand whoa wow we're going for it I mean, um, if everyone in the podcast bought a t-shirt, we would sell thousands of t-shirts. That'd be crazy. So you guys could also do that. A lot of options for you. Yeah, I'm wearing the um, May. Got to figure out which month it is and then which month we're headed into. May's tea of the month. So am I. Yours is the Navy. He counts the stars and calls them all by name. Yep. Tribe line. So good. So good. I'm wearing, I don't know which camera to look at. My iPad's kind of in the way of this one. Um, The... I'm calling it picnic t-shirt in a good way. Okay. Because to me, it looks like a 90s picnic. You know those um, like someone, picnic table covers that are like kind of plasticky? Mm-hmm. 
but not like a throwaway one. It's right. like they're kind of fuzzy oh, yeah. on the bottom. Yeah. We and probably then, had one on a table for like a decade in my house. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, speaking of, remind me, I got, I got that. Okay. Possibly. And so I feel like it's kind of looks like that. It says, do not worry. Um, but it's like in a cool way. I mm. love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Sunny keeps asking, when are you going to make that in kids sizes? Aww. And I said, maybe we'll do it for the Christmas collection. That's so do sweet. Do you want it for Christmas? And I was like, no. Well, yes. <laughs> well, never mind. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. So your game changer, I interrupted. That's Home fine. Joy I really, I really mean it. And it's, again, it's not just because I'm like, I wrote the course. Like, <laughs> but I have worked, I have not worked hard. Maybe hard's not the right word. Um, deeply. Deeply. And like thought over, prayed over, read over, like, deep dive type work over like in a really long time. I don't know. I don't, the know, last, if you've I don't ever, know if I ever I don't have know if you've ever done work in this quite kind like of this. capacity. Yeah. And so I feel very proud of it. I feel very excited about it. I feel like it's a combination co- culmination? Culmination. Culmination, culmination of a combination. Of a combination thing. of like all the books I've read in the last five years that have like mm-hmm. rocked my world at in our home. Yep on top of like some really practical systems and frameworks that I've implemented in our lives over the last three years that have been actual game changers. Like it's rare in the last two years, maybe even more than that, that I have no clue what's for dinner and there's no food on the table. Mm. It's rare that I'm like, anxiety losing my mind because right. laundry is like like it 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 doesn't feel like i'm getting swallowed mm-hmm. by it and i could list many like yeah. many many household things like that um like housekeeping things but yeah i just i really think it's really good i'm excited i also think it's really good which leads me to my game changer oh okay my game changer is i cannot express which is also my advertisement I'm going to use, okay. I'm going to use the game. We're going to use the game changers as our ad say. I like it. How excited I am for the best is yet to come. Mm. Like I, I say it in every post we write about it, that when I'm, if, if I'm not on stage, I'm going to be in the front row 100%. because Josh, Jeremy, Christy, I think April's coming too. That'd be great. Jeremy's wife are, they're just people that I want to be like. Yeah. And so when they have something to say, I want to listen. Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I know that I just know how thoughtful they are about the, the subjects that they approach. Intentional. Like yeah. Josh and Christy with the emotional health and, mm-hmm. you know, the ability to talk to each other and talk to your kids. And then Jeremy with just sort of like the mad scientist vibe. What if we did it differently? Towards doing life differently. And yeah. I just like, I'm all in on it. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously... We give you a lot of ways to support the podcast. That one is a big one. Yeah. Um, and we'd love to meet you. We'd love to say hi to you, yes. take pictures with you. I'm actually really excited about that because unlike the Christmas event we did and will do, we're not going to be on stage as much. Right. And so I'm very excited to not be on stage, but be able to talk yeah. to people and like actually hang You'll out. You'll be on stage though, babe. I know I will be, but I, not not from beginning to end. Oh, I'm twirling? <laughs> oh gosh, I got to order a new baton case. <laughs> Okay. All right. So So distracting the (laughs) whole time, literally nonstop in the background. I'm just twirling off to the side with a single spotlight. (laughs) Just going hard. Never sweating. sweating. I'm dropping it over and over. I'm like, just like, keep, keep trying. They're trying to teach through it. So stressful. Um, (laughs) I twirled 
what did I twirl the other day? Oh, that tiny little baton thing, light up toy baton he okay. has. Yep. I picked it up and was twirling it in the kitchen. That was no big deal. I picked it up, I was twirling it in the kitchen for the girls at the table. You would have thought I was doing legitimate, like backflips tricks because they were just like, and I, and it is because like I did go over my head and I, I, I spun <laughs> and then I caught it like, like behind my back. So okay. I'm not going to lie. It was halfway impressive. And they were like, Whoa, mom. And I was like, yes, still got it. babe. Still got it for a few more years until they're like, please stop doing that. <laughs> mom, it's stop it. Super embarrassing. Come get out in your leotard. Down. Oh, being the thought of being in a leotard <laughs> right now. Your nightmare. Yeah. What is the opposite of a game changer? Like the worst. That's just sounds. I mean, I guess it's kind of like a bathing suit, but it feels like a little bit sketchy though. Well, it's like when you're in a bathing suit, you're like, oh, I get it. You're going to swim. You're going to get in water. Oh, I'm fine. It's just that. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> um, but if I was just like randomly in a leotard and they're a little shinier, a little tighter. It's just, it's not, it wouldn't be great. I, I don't have it. What are you looking for? No way. Oh, John Raphael. Yeah. I don't know. If you All right. It. So today we're going to talk about yes. something that you want to talk about. Yeah. Something are we diving in? Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Okay. Boop, 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 boop. I always feel like anytime anybody says let's dive in, we need like a song to play afterwards. Um, okay. So last week we were talking about the idea of redeeming product. Wait. Timeout. Timeout. That was me reminding my, mom, my words. My mother. Okay. Cindy Macedas. Yes. Text me. Okay. She was in the room helping me. <laughs> On the cruise? When I was sick. Redemption. She said that the one night that she wasn't is because no one came to get her. So right. we had like a boy's room right. and a girl's room. So in the boy's room, it would have been me, my two brothers, Nick and Michael, and then yeah. my cousin Greg. Okay. And so when, and then I learned from a listener that when you're sitting on the toilet and it's coming out of both ends, it's called the double dragon. Oh, no. Which is such I have a, never oh. heard that description, but it's, but it's so accurate because it is fire. It is actual fire, <laughs> fire from both ends happening. And you're like, the devil <laughs> is in me. This is the worst. It's so bad. I'm rebuking him. Literally. Um, Get it out so, of me. My mom did want to make it known. Make it known. Of course. I um, figured she She was. had no excuse for the soda pass, though. No. <laughs> so. Uh, you just you just keep holding on to that, okay? That seems real. Maybe when you're 40, you can let that go. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. Someday, babe. We're going to go on a cruise. And the thing is, is oh, now I you found, don't even want a soda pass. While, while I'm on the subject of family, I found out some other news. So oh. um, years ago... I, I can't remember how old we are. Little kids. Okay. I got so mad at my sister, Samantha. Okay. My younger sister. That the worst punishment I thought I could inflict on her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was banning her from ever playing Nerf again. Right. So. With Nerf guns. With Nerf guns. Yes. So I <laughs> walked to our bedroom. Yeah. Were you sharing a room or no? No, me and Nick were sharing a room. Okay. And with a Sharpie marker, <sighs> I wrote on the under side of the bunk bed sam can't play nerf wow period you got her got her good mm -hmm. and the lifelong ban has been in place wherever that bunk bed has lived <laughs> if sam sets foot in that house she, she is can't banned. she can't even look at him 
Yeah. Don't even look at it, Sam. <laughs> I was informed on Nick's visit that the bunk bed has been destroyed. <gasps> okay. It finally so the ban has been lifted. Let it be or known, demolished. Let it be known today that Sam free. has free reign to play Nerf <laughs> on in any state, in any home, <laughs> on any person's land. In a leotard if she'd like. <laughs> if she'd like. <laughs> so that's just family wow. update. The That's Nerf, a great family update. The Nerf update. ban has been lifted. Yeah. I don't know if I ever got that mad. Oh, I, what was funny is I like... I have two, two memories. Taylor and I got along really well. It was just the two of us. And so I feel like that was some of it that we were just like, well, if we don't get along, we have nobody to play with. So let's just figure it out. One time was over instant mac and cheese. So like when okay. you could make the mac and cheese and the little like single serving yep. things, you would microwave it. Basically poison. Basically now. Yes. And so it says on the instructions to put, like fill with water to this yep. line and microwave it. I decided to fill mine with milk to that line because when you make regular mac and cheese, okay. you're not keeping the water in there for yep. the sauce. You're keeping the milk. Well, Taylor was livid. He just wasn't happy. He wasn't it. into it, which is so funny because I'm the rule follower. And he was like, You can't do milk. And I was like, I'm doing milk. And we were like, That's it. That was our fight. I, and <laughs> Did I remember. Did you ban it. him from anything? No, I didn't ban him from anything. Okay. One time I accidentally kicked him in the face doing a cartwheel. Okay. That was a moment, but that was total accident. Right. Felt real bad. Mine was a malicious ban. Yeah. Like, no. uh, she got kicked out of the Nerf League forever. Yeah. Oh, man. So anyways. Anyway. Family update. Complete. Completed. Okay. So last week, we were talking about redeeming productivity and um, what it means to be productive as believers. You know, we hear that word and we do think about, um, like, we only think about just getting more done right. or like a to-do list. It's so heavily associated with um like our practical effectiveness you know i'm good at this because i get a lot done i'm blah 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 because i i do more than this person or i right. just like go 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 look how productive i am um so and we talked a little bit about how glory is the goal that like that is why we're here that is our purpose on earth that is what is the at the very very top of our pyramid mm -hmm. right or umbrella or whatever you want to put at the top and then as we come down as long as everything is pointing back up towards glory being the goal then 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 I don't want to say we're like, we're, we're good, but like kind of like, as long as that is our mindset and our heart and our posture and what we're praying about, yep. like glory is the goal. Then whether you, because this is from the home joy course, like whether you make dinner this way or do your laundry that way, or you, your Sabbath is on this day or it's on that, like whatever it Have is. This job, that job. Exactly. As long as glory is leotard, the goal. Leotard, no leotard. hundred percent. Baton, no baton. Glory is the goal. There's a little bit more. I, I do believe that the baton adds a lot of glory, especially once you light both ends on fire. Um, but so that's a separate course. That's a totally separate course. It's Patreon only. It's way behind a paywall for sure. Um, okay, so with all this in mind, what does it look like to be productive as believers? So we were saved to bear fruit. Okay, um, so like productivity itself is a vehicle for honoring God. You can be productive and, and, and bring glory to God and like point back to him and all that you do. Um, but what's interesting, and I love this, I've read about it in many different places. And every time it shows up, I'm like, yes, preach. Like this is so 
true that modern productivity is, and I think this, I think our homes and our home life, housekeeping, all those things fall into it, mm. is typically viewed through metaphors of like factories and machines. Accurate. While the Bible talks about productivity only ever using organic metaphors. Mm -hmm. So we use words like efficiency, output, um, it's a well-oiled machine. Or we talk about our brains as like hard drives or bandwidth. I'm running out of space. I, we don't have enough bandwidth for that right, right now. Like we're using all of these like machine technology phrases. Mm -hmm. And I think that that puts us at a real disadvantage and a real misunderstanding of what we're actually called to do with our productivity. Because if I say to somebody, I don't have enough bandwidth, I'm talking about my inability to do something mm -hmm. or get something done or say yes to something right. or whatever. And so if we can change it to be um, organic and so like change it to be more biblical, more biblical, yeah. which is like, it's all organic things being said that we are called to be productive, like a tree, not an assembly line. Mm. So I have a little like sidebar about this that I think is interesting that when I think about the difference in my personal, I'll speak for myself, my personal mindset, when I think about how nurturing I am to a plant or something that is alive, right. compared to how I treat a piece of appliance, like an appliance or machinery or technology, it's wildly different. Mm -hmm. Like if my garden is suffering or my whatever, my fiddly fig downstairs or whatever, yep. I take the time to nurture it back to health. I'm slow, I'm gentle. I'm probably talking to myself while doing yeah. it. Like, you got it, little buddy. Like, right. I, I like literally, yeah. I'm like saying things like this as I water it, take care of it. I'm thinking about it. And then something like our phone or like a Nintendo back in the day stops working and we're or smacking it. a printer. Or a printer, great My example. arch nemesis of- Oh, the worst. Technology. But there's like zero grace involved, right? No. We're smacking the side of it. We're blowing in- Blowing inside of the accurate. What was the was the N sixty four cartridges? What, what did you Super use? Nintendo? Super Nintendo. All of them. Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Like we're instantly mad. It's not right. working immediately. We think that it's garbage. We're, yeah. no, we're probably not saying you got it, little buddy. Yeah. When we're trying to fix our printer, like yep. we're in a very different headspace when something is alive or should be alive. Right. Maybe we need to bring it back to health, or something is a piece of technology right. or an appliance. Um, and so. When we embrace this organic view of productivity, we're able to accomplish more of what really matters. I think I think we can feel less frenzied and we can produce work of all kinds, like work, big picture work. I don't just mean like sitting at your job kind of work um, in a much more God honoring way mm. because God has designed us for fruitfulness and productivity is fruitfulness. So I'll ask you a question, okay. but I think you already know because we've already talked about this, but let's pretend like you've never I might this. not know. Wow. Have you ever noticed that fruits and veggies in a store are in the produce section? I have now. You have. Okay. So that's because like way before uh, the assembly lines and Henry Ford, who invented that, right? Yep. That's who invented that. Um, the word produce referred to a crop yield. So a productive apple tree is one that bears a lot of apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you hear yeah. that and you're like, oh, I know that. Makes that sense. makes sense. Yep. And this is how the Bible talks about productivity. And this is the kind of productivity that we were made for. And I'm telling you, the book Redeeming Productivity goes like deep dive into this. It's like a lot. I think I'm skimming some of it and then adding in a lot of other thoughts as well. Um, but if you're like, I want to read about this for yeah, hours. Great book. Great book. Pretty skinny too. Yeah. Um, 
So just to reference two verses, like Psalm 1-3, he is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. John 15, 8, this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit. Mm -hmm. So knowing that we're made in the image of God, which we talked about last week, that our purpose here on earth is to bring glory to him. And then you ask the question, what does that look like? (laughs) Which we love, which is by bearing fruit. So I want you and whoever is listening to start viewing your home, your physical house and your home as alive. Okay. Sort of like the Encanto house, but... Casita. Casita, kind of, sort of. That one's more like magical alive. Yeah, we're just thinking of it as more of like a... It's capable of growing. It's capable of blooming. It's yeah. capable of being productive in a season and then resting in a season. I would, I would definitely say that that word to me is is more the home word than the house word. Like I feel like house, I'm thinking physical structures, walls, drywall, electricity, all and that kind of stuff. And that's kind of where I'm also picturing the 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 Encanto house yeah. coming into it. And then home is like, that's the feel, like, you know, home is where the heart is, as cheesy right. as that is. That's true. And so yeah. like- when I think of the word home, I, that that's what I'm picturing when you're when you're talking about this. Yeah. So, is to you listening, as long as you're not driving, okay. <laughs> I want you to close your eyes. You don't have to, okay. if you don't want to. You can just stare right into mine if you'd like. Um, but I want you to close your eyes and picture stare right into the camera. Your <laughs> the whole time <laughs> for those of them who can't close their eyes. Um, I want you to picture your house, your home, your apartment. You know, wherever you live, your parents' house, wherever you're living right now. Um, and I want you to go mentally stand in the front yard. Okay. I want you to imagine the whole house. Which is house. good for you to be barefoot so you can get some grounding in. Very good. So smart. Take your, take your, mentally take your shoes off out there. Yeah. Ground yourself into the grass or cement, whatever. <laughs> this, is, this is your outside. Okay. Imagine the whole house alive and growing with the energy of life. Huge vines. Um, blossoms maybe wrapping around the front door, welcoming you inside, leaves and branches surrounding the bedroom windows or the garage door. Um, And then I want you to walk yourself towards your front door, your main entrance. And I want you to step through your door and maybe notice like the sweet smell of maybe whatever is blooming around your front door. So when I think about it, I think about honeysuckle because that's such a strong scented like yeah, vine and flower exactly what that is too. Exactly so, what that yeah. Like. Yeah. um maybe when i walk through your front my front door or your front door you can picture yourself like actually picking fruit as you walk in mm-hmm. there's some sort of branches running through everywhere so that you're physically picking fruit and then inside your house whatever room you enter first and as you look around the same type of energy is all around Things are blooming. Fruit is growing inside. Obviously, this is magical. Don't worry about bugs or anything crazy like that. Um, Your kids can pick it and eat it. There's bowls of it on the table. Um, There's different colors, like different colored flowers blooming around each kid's door. I love thinking about the difference in what maybe the the door frame or like Daisy's room might look like for Mm. us compared to like the energy and vibe in the girls room. Right. Like I, when I think about the bigger girls, it's like huge flowers, ridiculous butterflies. Like yeah. it's just so magical, mm-hmm. kind of like the house from Encanto. Okay. So open your eyes. If you were walking through that. Swerve back onto the road. Right. Swerve <laughs> back onto the road, put your shoes back on. Um, <laughs> if you're like me, I imagine that you might feel a new sense of like warmth or gratitude 
towards your home, when you picture it as this place that is like growing and alive and, and productive and living in its own um, season and, and a little less like, oh, I'm just annoyed that um, this thing is broken or right. that I can't figure out this system yeah. or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. I haven't updated this part or painted that room or right. all that kind of stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, how long have we been going? I can't see a time. 31 minutes. Okay. 31 minutes. So I just, I love that. And especially because I think there's a lot of tie-ins and I, I'm, I teach a lot on this in the course about shifting your mindset to view, not only view your home as alive, but to sort of view it as your life garden. Hmm. And so um, I'm going to skip a few of my notes here that are, which I can save for the course about the difference between home and house and the difference okay. between housekeeping and like homemaking and like how wonderful homemaking is. If we can get it out of our heads that it's this like 1950s version that's like, right. that's, that doesn't seem great, you know, or that has maybe been pushed into the extremes of like, oh, that's not good. Also, it's been villainized culturally. A hundred percent. Like I actually think it. It's probably not a, not as bad as people make it out to be now. Right, exactly. Um, but home, and part of the reason we I named the course, actually you came up with the name, and then I was like, I love it, let's do that. Nice. <laughs> home joy is because like, as it's talked about in the Bible, and as we think about this like productive organic metaphor, that if we're supposed to be productive like a tree, and you think about an apple tree, if you went to find a fruit tree right now, depending on where you live and when you're listening to this, there's a chance that it would be blooming, like mm -hmm. just flowers yep. blooming. You might find it full of fruit or you might find it for like probably half of the year looking like it's doing nothing. Right. But it's not. It's not doing nothing. Sort of like our first half of the year has been with business. <laughs> That's how you're feeling, okay? Yes. So think about it, right? 100%. We're, you, you, you do feel that. You wish that we were more visually productive, that it looked like we were more productive, but like that tree is still go doing good things. It yeah. is still growing. It is getting ready. It is resting. It's doing what it needs to do. Um, more than rest, you know, on, yeah. on the insides of it all. Um, but we were made to you know, straight out of the Bible. Like we were made to ground ourselves in the goodness of creation, to tend, to cultivate, and to keep a specific place on earth. And that's where homemaking comes in. Because for most of us, that is our specific place on earth. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times when we're like to tend, to cultivate, I'm like, oh, I need like four acres of land. Right. And, and it's probably like, some chickens and maybe right. some of those and, boots and like, that like go great. up to my knees. That sounds amazing. <laughs> like go do that if that's your right. version. But I... That it, it's such again, it's such like gardening, farming, organic metaphors that were like, oh, I just I don't think that's quite for me, right? Or I don't know what that looks like in my life, so yeah. so I'm not going to think about it often. Yeah. And it, what it really is is like it's home. Mm -hmm. Like we were made for home, and so Sally Clarkson, who has written many many books and has podcasts and has all great things, she's your girl, Sally. I don't know in her, uh, I don't want to say her age because I don't know. I mean, she's got multiple, she's got grandkids and all sorts of stuff. 60s, 70s. I have no idea how old she is, but she's not just like brand new to this homemaking right. like thing and all the stuff she talks about. She's a fantastic book that she wrote with one of her daughters called, one of her daughters or does she only have one daughter? Was Phoebe there? 
I can't remember, um, called The Life-Giving Home. And I love this quote. Whoa, I wasn't la, 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 love From The Life-Giving Home, which is, we must understand homemaking not as a retreat from the fallen world, not as a retrenchment from culture, but as a profound engagement with it. We must understand the creation of home as work of the incarnation power in creativity. Kingdom come doesn't just happen on some cosmic scale. The whole point is that it invades the physical at the humblest level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, and, and we kind of talk about this coming out of your integrated notes. Like our homes need to be a place where people can see and taste and feel the kingdom of God. Absolutely. They're an outpost and not just a crib. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what that's from, that's from... T- I want to say 164. To a couple episodes 160, ago. Yeah, 164 or 165. Titled the Code on How We Think Different, part one or part two maybe. Something in Something there. like that. Listen to all of our episodes. <laughs> Here's the plan. Go back to episode one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That would be so long. Um, but do we need to stop? Is Daisy crying really no, hard? Okay. <laughs> I can't tell. Um, you know, my home and my house, I mean, I've lived in two different homes since we've been married. And I feel like I'm, it's not complete in any sense of like, I mean, we like we still don't have nightstands. That's always my well, joke. Well, I made that joke. So in Redeeming Productivity, the book, yeah. at one point he talks about how like you shouldn't have your phone beside your bed. Right. And he's like, all that should be on your nightstand <laughs> is like a water bottle, like a glass of water, uh-huh. a something pen, to write with. and a piece of paper, you know, in a journal. <laughs> and I was like, well, joke's on you. I don't even have a nightstand. <laughs> so <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> so like, you know, my home, our home has been almost two decades in the making, which is really cool. Um, and it, it, I don't feel like it's all like together, like decor wise or anything like that. But I do feel like in the last few years, as we've been living more rhythmically and just being intentional and talking about all these things, I do feel like we have more of these foundational things in place mm-hmm. to make our home a home. And that far outweighs not having nightstands right. or and something for, like that. Uh, making your home a home or making your home a place where the king, where you can taste and see the kingdom of God mm-hmm. far outweighs any fancy house you could ever have. Right. Yeah. And anybody can do that. Right. You don't need a certain amount of square footage. You don't need a certain amount of bathrooms or sinks or bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. You need you need the Lord and you need to yeah. ask him and invite him into your into your space yeah. over and over again. And then you need to live out his ways proactively with a heart towards him yeah. on the daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. And so it says in uh, Proverbs 14, 1, the wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. And so what I love about that is the is the word builds, is that it's this like active verb. It's not just like the wise woman buys a house with her husband. The end. Right. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it's this active ongoing, like, and in the same way you would build a real physical home, like if you and I knew how to do that and we could build our own right. house, we would have a plan. We would be following some sort of plan that we have dreamt about and talked yeah. about and built. And so it, there's this intentionality behind a wise woman builds her house. And so if we're thinking about our homes as our life gardens, where we have the freedom to plan and plant as we wish to make them productive, useful, flourishing, you know, all these things, um, homemaking is such a powerful kingdom endeavor 
that allows us to embody God's love in like just the everyday moments mm-hmm. of our lives and the big picture stuff, but way down into the like dirt, I'd call it, of yeah. life. Um, and so I would encourage you listening, if you've never done so, to take, I don't know, 20 minutes, an hour, a day, whatever you have. Two days? To, that could be. 20 seconds? <laughs> that's too, that's probably, that's probably way too short. Um, but to actually sit down and jot it down, or maybe you jot it down first and then you realize, I'd like to put some more time and thought into this. And then you ask for like, schedule an afternoon where you can get away. But I think there's a lot of power you know, the new year happens and we're all like, let's make plans. And we go to a coffee shop or whatever. And we, we like write down all these ideas mm-hmm. of what we're going to get done, like to-do list style, get yep. done machine assembly line yep. type productivity. But if instead we would sit down and put some thought and energy into like, what do I want growing, mm-hmm. blooming, flourishing in its seasons in my home in terms of like, like the big picture, like rhythms and uh, family traditions or music and art or like all the good things mm-hmm. that the Lord has given us to experience him and his beauty and point glory towards him and all that. I think it would serve us well to put some intentional thought into that. Yeah. In addition to like, here's what I, here's the backsplash I want. Right. Again, I'm not negating it. There's actually a ton of power in beauty and all things like that like the lord is he is an orderly god and he has made beautiful thing and culture has told us that beauty is just extra it's just this like frivolous almost yes yes and it's so not and that is not what i'm saying i'm not slamming the backsplash (laughs) at all but i think our our i think sometimes we focus on those to do goals and then we get to the end of them we feel and the same. We feel the same. Or maybe or we're proud of it or we love it. We're proud it, of but it. It looks great. It makes us feel better yeah. when we walk into a room. I don't know why I said better. Better. Wrong, better. <laughs> um, but there's still this element of like, has the kingdom come mm. into my home because of that? The answer might be yes. Yeah, it very and, well could but, be. But back to your point of just like, you know, we make these long to-do lists that are so much, that are often just focused on like, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do yeah. this and I want to do this. And I think a lot of us... Uh, talking about myself specifically or in a season where I need to make my to-do list or my goal list or whatever in a way that's like I am heading into this season where there looks like nothing's happening. Mm. And I I don't think we visit that season enough of life. Mm -hmm. And it's why I love Jeremy Pryor so much because he he's often thinking about things from like a very different deep perspective that I feel like he is he he understands that like eventually this is going to bloom. Eventually my kids are going to bloom. Yes. What do I want them what to look like? What am I planting like? now? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think a lot of us, you know, and I'm feeling this this year that just like we are, my tree looks barren. It feels barren mm. and it's frustrating. Yeah. But I know, and I, I keep telling you, to, telling this to you and I keep telling this to myself <laughs> that I believe all of this will bear fruit. Yes. I believe all the work that we're doing, yes. all the things that we're trying to like recalibrate or trying to, not, I don't want to use the word recalibrate, that's a mechanical word. All the things exactly. we're trying to rebloom, cultivate. cultivate, there you go, like dig out some of the weeds that have been, that have grown, yeah, um, will all make the yield mm. more bountiful. Yeah. But man, it's hard. It's And really I think hard. we avoid that 
in the name of, well, if I just do a bunch of stuff, I'll feel better. Mm. And there's, there's some truth to that. But in the long run, I think your life will be more- But that puts us on a hamster yes. wheel of, I only feel peace. I only feel whatever if I'm, if I'm accomplishing. Yeah. And that's not what brings real peace. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's what brings real glory to God. I think God yeah. wants our hearts alive for him. Mm. And I think in the endless wheel of to-do lists, I don't know if we've, we're living those heart alive, full lives that, yeah. that he wants us to live. Yeah. And we're resigned to like sort of a place of apathy or frustration or anxiety. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when we take a season to really think about or cultivate or take a season a year, a day a year, a week a year mm-hmm. to really think about what do I want to bloom this year? Yes. That would totally radically change our lives for the next 50 years. That's very different. That's a question of who do I want to be and become mm-hmm. versus what do I, what am I going to do? Yeah. And you who know? do I want my kids to become? I mean, you know, Josh is always saying like parenting is a bad, is a bad phrase. Mm. It, it doesn't, it doesn't totally encompass, inca- encompass what yeah. we do as parents. And so they use the phrase becoming because that's what our kids are doing. They're becoming a version of us. Mm. And so if I'm not focused on what I'm going to, what's going to bloom in my life or what I'm planting to harvest later, my kids won't have that repetitive thought process. They won't have that sort of rhythm of life. Or I think they can grow up to feel a lot of shame and confusion when life puts them into a season of things being more barren. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, nothing's happening. Yeah. I've never seen this happen before. Yeah. Like something's wrong with me. I'm not doing it right. Yeah. Versus like just being like, that's the season you're in. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, well, I, I have a whole module four is <laughs> all about living in your season. Nice. Um, that's interesting. You said like totally on your own about like, I forget exactly how you phrased it, but like pulling, oh, pulling out some of the weeds that have grown mm-hmm. is what you said. Um, and that's literally how this, uh, this section of the course ends is that just like if we're picturing our life as a whole and our home as a whole, cause it's all connected and our productivity in bearing fruit in all of these things, like a garden, something that's alive. I mean, what happens to gardens if you don't attend to them, pay attention to them, like they become overgrown. Yep. They do. They they get eat or they get eaten by pests or you're just like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> like it all sounds magical and like in the Encanto house until you leave it alone for a year and then it's just like sheer chaos. Mm-hmm. And so we need we do need to tend to our lives with the kindness and grace and nurture that we would something that's alive and in the process of becoming and blooming and growing mm-hmm. and with way less heart this like technological, mechanical harshness. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite ways to tend to our lives is to name what matters most and mm-hmm. leave the rest behind. And so that is um, that is the whole second part of the course, naming what matters, why it matters, how to name what matters. And then, yeah, I, I'm really excited about it. I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank it's you. It's really good. And this will be the last time we talk about it on the podcast from like a content yeah. perspective. Yeah, uh, It should be available. In the next two weeks. That's next, the plan. Yep. Hopefully sooner, but uh, we'll see. And as soon as it is, I'll put links in yeah. the show notes for the course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well done, Brooke. Well said. Oh, thanks. And <clears throat> I would say like, you know, you you talking about sort of this like weed filled garden, I, I, I would say, unfortunately, a lot of our lives probably feel and look like that. Mm. Um, and we're embarrassed. You know, yeah. it, our old house in Pennsylvania, 
the garden beds were like all the way in the back. We had this long skinny lot. Yeah. And the garden beds were all the way in the back. Which you couldn't even see because the driveway blocked it. The garage blocked it. Or sorry, it. sorry, yeah. sorry. The garage blocked it. Yeah. And so I, you know, we there were times where that thing just ran out of a muck. Yeah. Ran a muck. A muck. Like full trees were growing in it, mm, like weed yep, trees. That's right. I forgot about that one time. And yeah. I, I think about how I was so glad it was in the backyard because if that would, had all been in my front yard, I would have been super embarrassed, mm-hmm. and I would have been, I would have tended to it. Yeah. And so I think a lot of us shame would have pushed you, or like <laughs> yeah, embarrassment would have yeah. pushed you to tend to it, or just like acknowledgement. I, I don't think it's always negative. Oh, that's I think true. if that's I just true. was walking, you know, and I, I, I'm have, like, oh, I see it, we, you know, out we, of sight, out of mind. Kind yeah, of thing. and yeah. so I think a lot of us might have a garden that looks like that because it is out of sight, out of mind, or because yeah. we've had we have four kids under four, or mm-hmm. because we've moved, or we got a new job, or yeah. all these various reasons, or we're dealing with health issues, or our families falling apart or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so our garden has not been tended to. And we think, oh, I can never do that because of all of this, all of this intense stuff right before me. And, you know, you have to at some point. You have to go and tend that garden. Yeah. You have to. And that's the beauty. And you can start small. Yeah. You can pick one area. Yeah. Like at no point am I suggesting, am I taking this metaphor of a of your life garden of your home and being like, it's this perfectly manicured no. thing that looks like, I don't know, Oprah's gardens or whatever. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> like so that's not what I'm saying at all. I'll, I'll share some, some honesty right now in our lives that, I mean, I think we're always being honest, yes. but. In terms of our garden right now, our marriage is great. Mm-hmm. Our homeschool, kids, family team vibe is great. Mm-hmm. Physical fitness, I've more, I'm more fit than I've ever been. Yeah. Brooke is going to the gym at 4.30 a.m. There are many areas of our lives that are great, but our finances are tough right now. Yeah, And, and so that's an area right now where we're finding weeds. And, and, and so like... Like yeah, see. and it's like it, it it feels hard to plant something now. I mean, you guys literally planted seeds yesterday, yeah. you and the kids. And Sunny ran out there this morning ready for it to be fully grown. <laughs> yeah, ready we for got, a watermelon. We got to go check our seeds. And I was like, oh, honey, you know, yeah. thinking like. And that's why I did plant them from seeds because I want the girls to see how slow that process is. Yes. And I think I need to see how slow that process is. Yeah. Because in the area that feels frustrating right now to us, which is finances, which there've been times in our lives where that area is not frustrating. And right. there's been times of lives where our marriage is frustrating or a relationship with our kids is frustrating or family or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, the only reason I'm saying it is just because I get it. Like I, I feel that. Mm-hmm. And there's so there's a, there's part of me 100% that wants to just be like, I'm just going to focus on all the other parts that are blooming. Yeah. And, Maybe that, ignore that. Maybe that it's will take care of itself. And I've definitely taken that route yeah. before. It's going to weed life. itself someday. <laughs> yeah. LOL. And it's just not. <laughs> and it's just not. So every yeah. Monday I go through our normal financial meeting. Every month I go through the books with the accountant. Like I, yeah. I'm still doing these things as painful as they are at times. The tending, cultivating things. I, yeah. I know that I have to do them. And so my encouragement to you is like, if there's an area of your life that needs cultivating and tending to, mm. that has, you know, if you're fiddle- Fiddle leaf is dead <laughs> in this certain area, and you need to bring it back to life. Yeah, don't ignore it. Yeah, it, because it will. It's not going to weed itself. Yeah, and that's a lesson that mature people learn over and over again. And, and so, 
harness some of that maturity yeah. and step into it. And, and you might need help. You might need to ask a friend. Like I had to call our financial planner the other day. I was like, I just need some help on yeah. what's going on. If yeah. you could just provide some clarity. And he did. Yeah. And I think four or five years ago, if we were in this position, I probably wouldn't have scheduled that call. Right. I wouldn't have avoided it, avoided yeah. it and yeah. just hope for the best, right. you know? Yeah. And, and so, yeah. It's why so many people, especially probably, probably a little bit older than us preach. So, um, it, not intensely, like in a positive way, like so excitedly about the, uh, the spiritual benefits of actually gardening, mm. like for real, yeah. like planting food, growing things yeah. like that, because it teaches you, it's such yeah. a physical, what does it look like? Mm -hmm. Reminder of, slowness of seasons of good things take time to blow to, to blow to grow and bloom and do all those things and like you do have to get out there and you have to weed and you have to pay attention and you have to pinch and prune and like if you want you know if you really want your tomato plant to be productive you have to pinch away some stuff mm -hmm. to get it to like you know was something that my grandpa was so good yeah. at and did his whole life was garden everything from flowers to to you know vegetables to all the things and I just I know that he he used to talk about how like having his hands out there in the dirt working on those things was was constantly this like refining reminding mm -hmm. like what we're called to be like mm -hmm. relationship with Jesus which was which is so cool yeah and it made it way cooler if that's even the word to use when he'd hand me a container of like a basket of tomatoes right? to know that like, that's what it went through. And that's what he went through to get them mm -hmm. there. And that's what he was praying through and through all those things. And then it like the fruit then becomes so much sweeter mm -hmm. because of the journey. Yeah. So, and I would say like, you know, Brooke shared a few earlier in the year when we were reading through the voice of the heart, mm. you know, that picture of being that old Oak tree. Yes. And when I think about that old oak tree, that old oak tree isn't made stronger or better or um, more stable or has more shelter for people mm -hmm. because I watched more TV mm -hmm. or because I played more video games or because I scrolled on Instagram a little bit more. But if I garden, <laughs> I that, I definitely see the benefits to that oak tree. If I yes. do hard things, yeah. if I stay consistent with exercise, if I stay consistent with the financial meetings, if I stay consistent, yeah. consistent, consistent in hard things, that oak tree is stronger. Yeah, And that's what I want because yeah. I don't want to just be a fun dad at 38, 30, right. almost 38. I want to be an amazing spiritual leader, leading grandpa at 80. Yes. And that person is made better by the things I'm doing now. By the things you're planting today and, or ripping out today. Yeah. yeah. And so I just need, I always yeah. need that reminder. And well, someone sent me yeah. somebody, I believe they had it commissioned. If yeah. I understood the note correctly, someone who listens, I think I know her name. I can picture her face on Instagram, yeah, yeah. but I remember I'm panicked to say her name because I don't want to be wrong. Is it um, Sueza? Sueza? That was always Swalami. That, that's Sunny's. Um, fake name. Hey, what do you want to name this Barbie or whatever? How about Sueza? I'm like, wow. And then she'll be like, Sueza. I'm like, ooh, which one is it? I'm nervous. I'm going to say the Herbal wrong one. Crew? Um, 
No, actually like had somebody draw the tree I was talking about mm-hmm. because it was sort of big like an oak tree, yep. but it was like long and flowy like a willow tree, yep. but it was also blooming like maybe a cherry tree. And so it was like not a real tree in real life. And it was really cool yeah. to see this drawing and be like, yes, that is what I'm working towards. Yep. And I feel and like- And that's why my productivity in my to-do list, it matters. It matters to God. It matters mm-hmm. to me. It's, I'm not saying getting things done doesn't matter. Like that is not the point of this course yes. at all. I'm going to tell you how to get some serious stuff done, mm-hmm. but it's all pointing towards glory. It's and glory. it's all- helping to like prune and plant and grow our lives and these like longer multi-generational type things. Mm, I love it. Which is really cool. So yeah, so the course will be available in a few weeks mm-hmm. and uh, we'll put all that, we'll, we'll share it in all the places, text all the people, send the emails, do all the things. <laughs> um, but I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. And hopefully this worked on YouTube. Maybe go to YouTube and see if it did. Okay. I'm hoping it did. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I love love you. Bye. Bye.